0: This is 101.1 FM, WBRULP, WFOOLP, WVVX, LP Providence. It's about 7 o'clock on a Friday evening and you are tuned to The Beat Surrender. all right hey welcome back friends to another riveting episode of the beat surrender this is episode 10 of the current sixth season and i thank you for tuning in as we kick open the doors to the month of june now my name is dan and i will be your host for the next hour and despite this pleasant week of hot weather and my negligent use of sunscreen, I remain determined to bring you the best in classic punk, -punk, post-punk, proto-punk, cowpunk, power pop, garage rock, alt-country, ska, new wave, and even a taste of some of the new stuff. That speaks to the old stuff. So, pour yourself a cold one, and let me uh, sizzle over these airwaves. (laughs) Alright, on tonight's show, we have new music from the No Ones. We have the latest edition of This Week in Punk Rock History, And we have a bucket hat full of classic jams, just like this one. Bad FM, you are listening to The Beat Surrender, and that was the Archers of Loaf, rounding out a set of songs from 1993, yeah, just 30 short years ago, and part of our ongoing celebration of years ending in three, yeah? We did 1983 already, and we'll do uh, 1973 and 2003 down the road, along with another round of 83 because, uh, hey, why not? All right. Hey, we heard the song Web in Front from North Carolina's Archers of Loaf. Now, it's from their debut album, Icky Metal, released in September of 1993. Now, the Archers uh, actually released a new album last year called Reason in Decline, their first in nearly 25 years. And uh, hey, that one was pretty dang good, too. All right. The Posies. Before that, with Solar Sister from their third album, Frosting on the Beater. Probably my favorite record of theirs. Now, band leaders John Auer and Ken Stringfellow uh, played a big role in the revival of Big Star uh, in the 90s. They joined Alex Chilton and Jody Stevens as official members of the band. And they continued uh, the legacy of Big Star even after uh, Chilton's death. Uh, in 2010. All right. Hey, we had back-to-back sister songs, and not by plan, believe it or not. Yeah, the Juliana Hatfield three gave us "My Sister" from from the album "Become What You Are." Uh, now Hatfield was on a bit of a streak at this time. Yeah, in 1992, she had released her debut solo album, and she also played on the Lemonheads' breakthrough album. It's a shame about Ray. Yeah. Oh, and uh, fun fact. Juliana does not have a sister. No, just uh, two brothers. Uh, But who wants to sing about them, right? (laughs) All right, and we kicked off the show with Mr. Paul Westerberg, who uh, put out an album with Juliana Hatfield as the I Don't Cares back in 2016. And uh, that record was pretty dang good, too. All right. Well, from uh, Mr. Westerberg... um, We heard Knockin' on Mine from his first official solo album called 14 Songs. Uh, And you know, I never did get to see the replacements in their heyday. Uh, But I did see Westerberg on this tour uh, back in 1993 at the Flood Zone in Richmond, Virginia. And uh, what a great show that was. Uh, He played a great selection of songs, Um, you know, uh, solo songs, covers... Uh, replacement tunes, uh, just great stuff. And uh, Dave Minahan of The Neighborhoods uh, played guitar on that tour. And what a ball of fire he was. Oh, just a treat to watch. All right. But hey, that's a quick look back to 1993, and uh, we'll take another peek uh, later in the show. But now let us turn to some new music. The No Ones are a four-piece band comprised of members from Norway, and the United States. Now you might recognize the Americans. We have Peter Buck of R.E.M. fame, and we have Scott McCoy from the Young Fresh Fellows, the Minus Five, and various other cool bands. Now the Norwegian contingent includes Arne uh, Scheltrud Matheson, and Frode Stromstad. Yeah, (laughs) Uh, and they're from a Norwegian band, uh, I Was a King. All right. Now, the No Ones released their second album, My Best Evil Friend, back in March on Yep Rock Records. And the album is a well crafted set of hook filled indie pop uh, with all the things we love in it. Yeah, jangly guitars, shimmering keyboards, warm harmonies, wistful melodies, and uh, lyrics often inspired by some of their uh, musical heroes. So uh, let's listen to a song called Phil Oaks is Dead. Right, and the guys get a little help from Debbie Peterson of the Bangles on this one. Alright, ladies and germs, stomp your hands and clap your feet for some new music from The No Ones. One
1: Wine is soaking up the song What's marching from But darkest light.
0: FM Brown Student and Community Radio, this is the Beat Surrender. And we started that set with new music from the No Ones, a band led by Peter Buck of R.E.M. and Scott McCoy of the Young Fresh Fellows and many other outfits, including the Minus Five and Filthy Friends and the Baseball Project, all of which include Peter Buck as a member too. So yeah, these guys get along all right Well, we heard uh, Phil Oaks is dead from the no one's latest LP my best evil friend released on Yep Rock Records uh, back in March and um, and then we went from uh, Phil Oaks to Joe McCarthy yeah and Oakes might have been in McCarthy's crosshairs if he'd come to prominence in the 50s instead of the 60s uh, but anyway we heard Exhuming McCarthy from Peter Buck's first band, R.E.M., from their 1987 long player, *Document*. All right, A song about Christian singer-songwriter Amy Grant followed from Scott McCoy's first band, The Young Fresh Fellows. And that was from their fourth album uh, from 1987 uh, called The Men Who Loved Music. Yeah. And a great opening line to that one. Quote, she comes home from church... She takes off her pants. That's what I like about Amy Grant. Not right. <laughs> All right. Hey, the Bangles calmed things down a little with their song called James from their first full-length album All Over the Place from 1984. And uh, we had to play some Bangles since Debbie Peterson helped out the No Ones in the song that kicked off the set. So um, I think that's what they call coming full circle. Or at least that's what I'm going to call it. All right. All right, you know what time it is. It is time for this week in Punk Rock History, and this week. We are going back to June 1st, 1976. The Runaways' debut album is out today on Mercury Records in the U.S. Now, The Runaways started as a bit of a lark uh, back in June of 1974. California-based Bomp Magazine ran a competition sponsored by producer Kim Fowley and eventually The Runaways were formed you know, first as a trio, then a quartet, and now a quintet. Now, Kim Fowley has always considered himself a rock impresario, but he has been best described as a white trash version of Malcolm McLaren. All right. Now, at the time of the band's formation, the girls were only 14 or 15 years old. Yeah. Uh, now, most are 16, uh, with the exception of Lita Ford, uh, at 17 uh, years of age. The rest of the group are Joan Jett, Sherry Curry, Sandy West, and Jackie Fox. Now the Runaways will support the record on the road, touring with uh, headlining acts such as Cheap Trick, Van Halen, and Talkin' Heads. Now reviews of the record are mixed, yeah, but no one can deny the lascivious charms of lead single uh, cherry Bomb, but Robert of the Village Voice, does go after producer-manager uh, Kim Fowley pretty hard. He says, quote, this is Kim Fowley's project, which means that it is tuneless and wooden, as well as exploitative. ¡Nito! FM you are tuned to the beat surrender and we began that set with the Runaways from their 1976 self-titled debut we heard Cherry Bomb and then we decided to uh, blow some stuff up yeah oh fun little Runaways factoid Mickey Steele later known as Michael Steele was an early member of the Runaways before she realized that Kim Fowley was a lunatic Uh, And she would later join the Bangles. Yeah. See, we're making connections all over the place tonight. All right. All right, back to uh, blowing stuff up. The jam sang about an A-bomb in Wardour Street. And that was from their third album, All Mod Cons, from 1978. Probably my favorite jam album, at least at the moment. And the mod father himself, Mr. Paul Weller, recently celebrated his 65th birthday on May 25th. All right, The Clash gave us Spanish Bombs, uh, one of the many great, great songs from their third and greatest album, London Calling from 1979. And I gotta tell you, I cannot get enough of Joe Strummer singing in Spanish. Oh, I just love it so much. <laughs> uh, oh, and let's uh, wish Clash drummer Topper Heaton. A happy birthday. He turned 68 on May 30th. All right. And Husker Du closed out the set with Dead Set on Destruction. Now it's from 1986's Candy Apple Grey, their fifth album and first on a major label. And you knew something Husker-related was coming once we started the show with a Westerberg song. Hey, them's the rules. Replacements beget Husker Du and vice versa so uh there you have it all right hey let's keep things uh moving hey and let's play a listener request which also happens to be a song from
1: 1993 1.1
0: 1.1 FM this is the beat surrender and that was Yo La tango with from a motel 6 and that was from their 1993 album painful which uh, started that three album run of theirs in the 90s that um, just established them as the indie rock legends that they are yeah and hey, I just saw that uh, band leader Ira Kaplan threw out the first pitch at a recent Mets game. So that's pretty cool. Alright. Alright, Uncle Tupelo. Before that, uh, also from 1993 and uh, also legends in their own right. From their final album, Anodyne, we heard Chickamauga. Yeah, and that was uh, by request from our man Tom in New Jersey. Loyal listener and Honorary member of the Beat Surrender family. Yeah, Tom listens to us via podcast, and you can too. Yeah, most of the uh, big podcast providers uh, carry the show, including Apple, Google, and Amazon. And um, hey, while you're listening, if you could leave us a rating and or a review, well, that would be uh, just dandy. And while we're at it, check out our Instagram and Facebook pages for some more. Good times. All right. All right. Well, it is that time once again when we must wave goodbye. But before we do, uh, let's pay our respects to the late great Tina Turner, yeah, who passed away at the age of 83 on May 24th, and she was often referred to as the Queen of Rock and Roll. And um, hey, who can argue with that? All right. So, we're going to pay tribute to uh, Miss Tina uh, by playing a cool cover of the Ike and Tina song, River Deep Mountain High, which was originally released in 1966. Now, the version we're going to play is uh, from 1977, and it's by those uh, classic Australian punkers, the Saints. Yeah. And the leader of the Saints, Chris Bailey, uh, passed away last year in April and we did a little thing uh, in him, in his honor back then. So this is uh, a fitting way to end uh, the show tonight, I think. All no, right. So, ladies and germs, until next time, this has been The Beat Surrender on 101.1 FM WBRULP, WFOOLP, WVVX, LP Providence. All right. rest in peace, Miss Tina